Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, and thank you for joining us for this edition of Real Talk, Real Solutions. I'm your host, Ginger Gadsden. In this month's episode, we are talking about the impact big businesses have on the communities they serve. At the height of America's racial reckoning, many companies said they would take steps to drive change. But what does that look like, and how does it impact you? So we found the perfect person to discuss this topic today. We're talking about Derek Lewis. He is the first president of multicultural business and equity development at PepsiCo. He is also a Hampton University alum who recently served as president of PepsiCo Beverages North America's South Division. He is a 34-year PepsiCo veteran. We are so happy that you are here to talk with us about this very important topic today. And this new role, you just acquired, you just came into this new role in February. Tell us a little bit about what that entails. Well, hey, Ginger, it's great to be here, by the way. Uh, this is a really exciting uh, time for our company, uh, really for our communities mm -hmm. uh, at large. This new role is going to be really the critical next step for PepsiCo in addressing our racial equality journey as part of the PepsiCo transformation, PepsiCo positive transformation to create growth as well as shared value. And so this group, my team, will be really focused on addressing uh, you know, inequities uh, with sort of historically excluded people as well as underserved communities and businesses uh, really throughout the country. And we're going to do it as one PepsiCo. So you're going to have not only the beverage business focused against this, but also the convenient foods business. So we're going to have a much more of a holistic one PepsiCo approach to mm -hmm. addressing these opportunities in the marketplace. But with such a large corporation, what does that look like? How do you accomplish that? That is a big, big job. It is a big undertaking. And the good news, we already have in, in pl a platform today with the racial equality journey in, pla in place today, right, which really addresses three pillars, uh, people, business, and community. And we launched that two years ago, uh, two years ago come this coming in July, where we put significant commitments behind investments in those pillars. Mm -hmm. So this is a build out to that, and it's really more around accelerating our progress. We're adding a consumer component to that as well. So we're gonna continue to really drive what's already been in place, but really take it to the next level and make sure we have a holistic one PepsiCo approach at the work. You know, it seemed like when 2020, when people were talking about the racial injustices and not seeing people who look like you in a boardroom or making really key decisions for other people, and you have this undertaking, why do you think it has taken so long for people to realize that this is something we need everywhere? Well, there was a lot going on, obviously, in 2020. I think things were, uh, you know, magnified, obviously, in a tremendous way where you were reminded of the challenges each and every single day. We were all landlocked in our homes and Zooms, and so it was reinforced that there are a lot of issues out there, a lot of struggles out there. The good news, at least for us, is that we were already on the journey. We have a rich history of addressing and, and really supporting DE&I across mm -hmm, the board. Mm -hmm. goes back to the 1940s for our company. So we were already doing the work, and here in the South we were doing the work. But this, this created, obviously, an opportunity to put more resources, to put more scale behind it, to have leaders like myself be empowered at a greater level to help us transform this across the company, not just in your geographical scope. So it, I think what it did was certainly give it a boost 
in terms of yeah. awareness. And I think a lot of companies obviously jumped in and made a lot of pledges and commitments. So holistically, it looks like everybody's attacking it. We obviously were on that journey. We're now sort of again leveling up on that yeah. and putting more resources to it. And so uh, I feel like we're, we're, we're going to take that next step to be pace setters in many ways across the pillars we're working against. Sure. You guys, you really were ahead of the curve when all of this happened because talk about a, a program that called She Got now, the internship program. You guys were doing that before everyone decided, oh, we need to have DEIs in every division, in every corporation Absolutely. Now. I get goosebumps to what she got now because the program now, this is going into its fourth year. And look, uh, African-American women uh, underserved uh, in corporate America, you know, certainly. And, and a big opportunity inside our company, progressing, but a big opportunity still. So we use the platform with the HBCUs to go out and be very deliberate about our recruitment effort. So we partnered with uh, Essence Magazine, who has a lot of reach and appeal, obviously, mm -hmm. on HBCU campuses, and created this program with them to really go after recruitment in a very unique way, where we're very deliberate about internships. So we're very targeted about, uh, one, applying. All schools could apply. So it wasn't yeah. just the targeted number of schools. It was open to the entire HBCU landscape, where women could apply for internships. Uh, and now we've done that consecutively for three consecutive years. Those have turned into full-time hires. Mm -hmm. So it's really all about increasing critical mass of females, African-American females into the workplace. And this platform has been very successful. We turn it into a full engagement on campus yeah. throughout the weekend. We may use homecomings uh, and events in the fall to really magnify, to make it really powerful, to bring the whole mm -hmm. campus along for it. And it's a tremendously successful program. We're going to run it again this year. You know, and I've seen video of you uh, come out and surprise some of the students at HBCUs. And when the young ladies receive, you know, it's usually like a, the giant check, right? You come out, and but you're the person who's bringing the check, who's delivering it to them. And then they say who you are, your title with this huge corporation, right? And so I feel like I see them look at you because sometimes if you don't see someone who looks like you doing that thing or something, then you don't think it's a possibility for you. Do you recognize that they see you walk out and they have no idea that you're the man driving this? No, look, it's, it's huge. It was huge for me when I was on campus uh, 34 years ago and I joined PepsiCo. I saw the same thing. I saw people who looked like me who were in very influential positions who were on campus doing the recruitment work themselves, at this time vice presidents and directors, and they were executives. And so one, it allowed me to dream big and, and dream about the opportunity to join a company like that. And it's my obligation once I got inside the company, start paying that forward, going forward. And so uh, any time I can get to spend on campus is, is extremely valuable for me. I learn a lot. I love the engagement. Mm -hmm. I love the celebration. I love the history. Uh, I love the interaction I have with the presidents. Uh, the faculty, the administration at large, the students. I love bringing fanfare. I love bringing our best at entertainment and creating hype. Because um, it's, all, it's all about celebrating that cultural experience that you have when you go on campus, right? Sure, so, sure. But, but at the end of the day, it is about recruitment. It is about attracting people to come into our company. And uh, I want to be there for that. I want to be there for that experience to tell how a company like Pepsi has transformed my life and my career. And that, that opportunity, those opportunities are there for you as well. How has being, being an HBCU alum informed the decisions you make on a, um, a daily basis? Extremely influential. You know, I talk about my experiences a lot. I draw on my experiences being back at Hampton a lot. You know, one, I was taught how to dream big, right? You know, again, everybody didn't have the same opportunities, right? So you, you had to dream bigger. You had to have aspiration. And, and Hampton mm -hmm. really taught me, and the HBCU culture taught me to dream big. Uh, for one, um, you know, the, the importance of relationships. And, and that still stands today. It's one of the most important things is how to build the best relationships you can, uh, upward, downward, sideways, sure. across the board, those things that matter a lot. Building your brand. 
how important it's for you to establish your reputation mm -hmm. uh, early on and how that will carry you either in a very positive way uh, or maybe not so positive, right? But you, you control that and that interaction with that brand is really early. Uh, taught me how to be a continuous learner. Don't, don't believe you have it all figured out. Mm -hmm. um, you're young, you have a lot of opportunity to grow and learn. I'm still learning today. I'm 34 years in, I still learn things about our people, our culture, our company, our business each and every single day because I still have a continuous learner mindset. I want to keep getting better uh, at what I do. And so I use those sort of attributes as a way to teach, um, but I still very use those ways for me to still grow and mm -hmm. still become effective at being the best leader I can in the company. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because when you sit here and you say that you have been with one company for 34 <laughs> years, right? One, it's stunning. And that doesn't happen very often these days, right? Because it's like, okay, on to the next thing, on mm -hmm. to the next thing, or you're invited to leave the company. And there's so many young people who are looking up to you and they see, they want your Instagram, they want your, you know, your LinkedIn, but there's a lot of hard work that has gone into that. They see all the flash and everything else that goes with it, but what they haven't seen is the years, the 34 years <laughs> that you've put into it. Talk about the, the, the commitment to hard work. Uh, it, look, it starts with hard work. It starts with having the right mindset. I still remember the day I got out of my car the first day on the job uh, in Baltimore, Maryland, and I prayed um, that this would be the beginning of what I would say. I think I prayed that it would be a 40-year, because I just thought about the time you retire when you're 62, and you know I was retirement age, right? Um, and so I, I prayed and said, God, I, I really want to give it my all. I want to use this day, this first moment walking in, to give this my all and make this a very, very successful career. This is the company I chose. I chose it for a reason. I believe in this company. I believe I can grow in this company. Mm. Let this be the first day. And, and I pray that that never, that drive, that intensity, uh, desire, determination never leaves my, my spirit uh, when I walk in. That, and that is still true today. I wake up every day. I'm still determined. I'm still driven. I'm still excited, mm -hmm. enthusiastic. I'm still hyper-competitive about the business we're in. <laughs> Um, and I, I wouldn't give that trade any for anything. So I'm, I'm you know, very thankful and, and certainly blessed and fortunate to have that opportunity, have people believe in me, yeah. take a lot of risk. I've taken some risk over my career. Uh, some of those risks have paid off and been absolutely home runs. Some of those haven't been. Some of those have been strikeouts. But I've learned uh, throughout my career and those mistakes I've made. But you have to take risk if you're willing to grow and be dynamic. And our company embraces that in a, sure. in a big way. And so it's, it's been a dream come true that you can you know, envision that. You can work with somebody for that long. Uh, certainly have a lot of success. Certainly the levels I've reached are much greater than mm -hmm. I ever anticipated. I never thought I'd be sitting in the role I'm in today. Yeah. But each experience that goes along, you dream bigger. Our company allows you to do that. And so throughout the course of all my experiences moving around and mm -hmm. the great opportunities I've had to be at different places and different jobs taught me you can go do more here. And so I've kept pushing myself to, to do more and apply myself more. And it's, it's, it, you know, it's paid off. And yeah. now it's time to pay it forward. Sure, sure. And for people who are watching you and, and wondering, you know, you, we hear the name of big corporations <laughs> all the time when they come in. Can you tell us what it looks like for a certain community? Like we're in Central Florida right now. What does PepsiCo being ingrained in that community and helping uh, that community look like? Look, it means everything to us. Our associates are extremely passionate about the community, the places where they live, the places where they work, the places where they eat, they shop, they play, they educate, like it's extremely important. So hundreds of associates across Central Florida work for PepsiCo care about this community. I care a lot about this community. I've been here now for 14 years. It's the longest I've lived anywhere my family is here anyway. So this is our home now, and this is always gonna be our home, you know, uh, going forward, because we love that community that much. But the, the output of what we give, the willingness, our conviction around this being the best community uh, is high. Our ownership, 
of the community is very, very high. Our ability to be action-oriented is very, very high. So we want to be a, a team of action in our community, right? Uh, we want to be very, uh, our, our commitment levels there. So we don't want to just be there for the short term. We want to be there for the long term. Mm -hmm. And then, look, it takes a lot of hustle. We've got to, we've got to move fast. Uh, the challenges are, you know, are there. They're real. Um, we want to be quick uh, to react to those challenges, be, be partners with those that want to go along for the ride. Um, but we've got full skin in the game here. So not only our business is focused on and thrive, but we also want to make sure our community thrives and our culture thrives as a result of that. Yeah, and, and the other thing that leads uh, nicely into is Pepsi Stronger Together. Mm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Wow, I tell you what, for the entire 34-year career, I have never seen a program as strong, a community program as strong as Pepsi Stronger Together. And it's been numerous programs have been strong. This one by far the strongest. Maybe it's because how it started. It started uh, as a result of the pandemic and our ability to have create outreach to frontline workers, uh, frontline healthcare workers, mm -hmm. frontline associates that were supporting essential businesses. So really it started from that premise of, of being there for them. And then what happened, what we learned through that is that there was a need for more. We, the outpour, the, the the reach outreach from the community is like, we can do more. Can you do more? Pepsi Strong Together has really stepped up for us in a time of need, but there are more pressing issues. Can you help us uh, with certain uh, other, other issues that are going on? So we started saying, well, why can't this be bigger? Why can't we tailor uh, this program to the needs of the community? And so we took a step back. We decided we're going to elevate this, make it bigger uh, than just the pandemic, and therefore everything is fair game now. So the needs of the community are part of the program. We're able to tailor it city by city. Uh, so we're not just pushing one single thing. It's a multitude of things. Yeah. You know, our purposes are certainly grounded in uh, education, first and foremost. Uh, sustainability is a core pillar there and, and in general causes. So that can range from, you know, uh, anything, again, of need in the community. And so what we've done is we've scaled it up. We're bringing partners along because our partners are very interested. They see the work going on and say, well, how can we become involved? So as they get involved now, we're now to drive, able to drive more reach, more scale, put more resources in. And so it's something that just grew rapidly, not only in the Central Florida community, but throughout the Southern United States. And now it's, it's going throughout the country. And so we're very proud that it originated here. But now this thing's got legs, massive legs, where it's a, a company-wide program. We're going to continue to build it out. We need to evolve it now that sure. the convenient foods business is part of it. Um, but it's something that is very authentic, near and dear to our heart, um, and we're going to continue to lean in there because we know it makes a difference of providing relief, support, and putting smiles on faces of those who, who need it the most. Yeah, and, and it started here. So give us an, can you give us an example of what it looks like? So when people are in the community, they know it's like, oh, I heard him say that. I know what this program is. I know what this looks like. Well, there's several activations. I mean, we had a great activation uh, at the Harbor House. Um, you know, we partnered with the Shaquille O'Neal Foundation, Orlando Magic, and uh, mm -hmm. the sheriff's office to, to create an activation there. We restored some recreational facilities there for, you know, obviously the children of, of those uh, uh, survivors that are there. Mm -hmm. uh, we came off of a great holiday event, uh, again, with the sheriff's office where we went into Nike uh, and went shopping with uh, young students and young families mm -hmm. uh, in need and, and offered shoes and clothing on uh, them time for the holiday to make sure that their trees were full of gifts uh, to give back to others. Uh, Boys and Cler Girls Club, we just did an activation there uh, with Four Roots uh, to talk about farming and agriculture and healthy uh, eating. And so, it, it, again, wow. it just varies. You know? <laughs> I asked you for one thing yeah. and you, you just did like a dozen. I can go on and on. There's more there. You know, there's exactly. more there, too. But, but there's excitement. <laughs> when I talk about it, I yeah. wanna, I, these things are easy to, to bring up because they're real-life examples of us touching different groups of affected sure. uh, uh, 
community people. Yeah, and it's just important for people to know and hear those names of those companies because we talk about those companies and organizations on the news. And so to hear you mention them now saying that this is what we're doing in the community, I feel like it has a connection with people. And the next time they see it, they're like, I remember, I know that this is what they're doing with that organization. So Amen. what you've done so much with, with PepsiCo in your 34 years, what would you tell your younger self? What, what would you have liked to have known as a 20-year-old that you didn't know, that you know now? Well, I, I start with the framework that I had that, that's just really evolved for me. One is um, dream big, mm. right? Um, big dreams leads to bigger success, right? So if you, um, you know, dream small, then you likely won't have the type of success. So dream big is one. This notion of continuous learner, I think, is very important, too, because your ability to continue to provide growth for yourself and around those others around you, I think is very, not valuable not only to yourself, but valuable to your team. And so as you grow in an organization, become part of a team dynamic, your ability to be a, 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 a continuous learner, I think facilitates growth for the entire team and yourself. Uh, I think know about building your brand, uh, that your people are watching you and, and who you are is being watched and you have a brand. And don't wait 10, 15, 20 years to now try to restore it or try to make it next level. You have the opportunity, even on campus, to drive the best brand uh, for yourself and your reputation and who you want to be known as and known for, famous for. I think it's important. And just the power of relationships. Don't ever underestimate uh, the power of a relationship. Don't try to put too much into it. Do the right thing for people. Build trust. Yeah. Uh, collaborate. Collaboration is something that's going to be very important uh, as you have a journey through life. You can't look at everything being about yourself. You're going to have to worry about others and put others uh, in the forefront of your decisions and, and how you go to do your job. And so those are things that I would have certainly looked at differently um, if I had to go back again because I, I underplayed my dreams. Um, <laughs> I didn't always, I thought I always had it figured out, yeah. you know, early on in my career. Um, I, I didn't necessarily you know, digest the reputation part as early as I wanted to in my career. I developed a reputation that I had to adjust and pivot from. I wish I could have started that earlier. And the relationships, the relationships that uh, I wish I could go back and, and start from day one, uh, if I could do it all over again, to, to lengthen the, the time of relationship that I have that have been so valuable or to create ones that I didn't necessarily look for um, and, I, and I chose not to embrace, right? And so I think if you can embrace that, man, you're going to be off to a great start in whatever path you, you choose in life. Yeah. Okay, so I want to read some, something you said uh, to a magazine. It says, diversity is the one thing we all have in common. If we can get everyone to recognize that we each bring something unique to the table, there will be an unparalleled level of unity and teamwork. Each of us is unique. That's what we have in common. If everyone could acknowledge and appreciate our differences, we will be united. You just said it. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I did say that. And, yeah. and I stand true to that. And so, because this is about bringing everybody along, right? Multicultural, this, this whole body of work we're doing is not just meant for multicultural consumers or consumers of color and, and employees of color. This is meant for everybody. Everybody, when everybody works together, um, you know, everybody's successful, everybody wins, right? So recognizing that, yeah, you might not be multicultural, um, but you are diverse. You bring something unique to the table. Your background, your experience, your upbringing, what you believe in, your, your you know, again, experiences. That contribution to the, to the total is extremely important. So if you sit outside thinking diversity is only the look, feel, it's only gender-related, uh, mm -hmm. racial-related, that's, that's a missed opportunity. So it's our job to make sure everybody has a seat at the table. And by recognizing that, you're right. The teamwork is unparalleled the success is going to be unparalleled. And you're going to not only drive success in the business you operate in, you're going to drive great work in the community, 
and you're gonna drive great work in your culture because everybody's gonna feel like they're part of the team. And that's really what we're gonna be striving to do here at PepsiCo. That's so awesome. I heard somebody say once, make yourself a, a seat at the table or you might find yourself on the menu. So that's really extremely Amen important to, to have a place at the table. I could talk to you all day. Derek Lewis, thank you so much for joining us. It has been an honor and a pleasure Likewise. to speak to you. Thank, thank you very you. much as well. Well, that does it now for this edition of Real Talk, Real Solutions. I'm your host, Ginger Gadsden. We'll see you next time.